This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Across the Airwaves with Lung Talk, presented by Asthma Otago. Tune in the first Wednesday of every month at 12 noon for information on how to better manage breathing problems on Otago Access Radio, 105.4 FM. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, welcome to Lung Talk. Joe Torrance here. I'm the community worker with Asthma Otago. I've got Linda Paris with me, who's sitting on her phone at the moment, but we won't mention that. <laughs> um, can't see me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, we are going to be doing a bit of a, um, a wrap-up of all the different shows that we've had throughout the year. We've had a really busy year with um, the, the types and the people that we've had in. So we just thought it would be a really good time to just... Um, review those so each of us are going to talk um, on who we had so we could maybe start with you Linda way back in April which does seem a really long time ago now um, we had Paul Reaton um, perhaps you'd like to just give an overview yeah, about what you discussed sure. with Paul. Yeah, absolutely. So Paul was a um, one of the councillors that actually works within um, Community House, which is the building where we're housed. And uh, he's very much focused on um, mental health and other things as well. But we fo- focused the session really talking about mental health and how important it is. And um, certainly over the last couple of years, probably even more so, really, I think, isn't it? Because we've had lots of um, challenges, I suppose we could call them. So Paul really was talking about, we started off really just discussing what well-being is, really, and um, it's kind of a bit of a word at the moment. Uh, And it's really just about how well we are and how healthy we are. And then we sort of went on and talked about how we can actually keep ourselves well, uh, both physically and mentally. And he talked about how important diet was. And we're probably learning more and more about diet, aren't we? And the importance and, and how much influence that food actually has on your Absolutely. both physical and mental being, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, the, it's really important to have fibre. And we know actually, you know, with our lung disease, fibre is important to have as well, but um, really important for um, mental health. So good fruit, veggies, all those things. Uh, and it's, it's helpful for memory as well. Yeah. So the green veggies are good for memory. Um, the vitamin B's and the carbs um, are sometimes um, you know, lots of carbohydrates and lots of sugars can actually be a bit detrimental to um, our mental health and the way we feel because it makes us feel a bit sluggish and um, can sometimes make you feel a wee bit down. So. And I think at this time of the year particularly when we don't uh, we do overindulge in certain foods. Well, some of us do anyway. Um, you know, and that's absolutely right. There's also that whole, you know, um, feeling of loss of control when you've, you've, you know, you've sat down and had your third chocolate biscuit that you shouldn't have. Things <laughs> More like the that, packet, really. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. But this time of the year does bring lots of challenges with people who have set some goals or set some other things. Yeah. And I think. You know, if we just um, small bites, literally. (laughs) (laughs) What a pun, eh? Joker. Anyway, so yeah, so that we talked about diet. So it is really important. Um, Exercise, once again, is is really important. Um, It's great to make us feel better because we have natural, um, we call them endorphins in our body. So when we exercise, it makes us feel better. And I know for myself, if I don't get out and enjoy the fresh air and walk, you know, it, it does make you feel a wee bit oh, flat and no energy. So really important, even if it's just being out walking around your section. 
um, and just you know sitting and relaxing and enjoying just being outside. So that can be really helpful. Um, and the recommendations are 30 minutes a day. However, you don't have to do it all at once. So you can actually do it in bite-sized. So once again, small bites. So maybe even just 10 minutes. So that might be around the block or it might be down to the letterbox and back um, or just a wee wander in the park. I mean, there's, and there's been re- research more around being on open green spaces, actually better for your mental health as well. So if you've got somewhere where you can go and walk in a forest or amongst some trees, you know, it does does make a really big difference. Well, it's kind of a double whammy, isn't it? You're enjoying the surroundings as well as getting exercise. And you're distracted by the scenery and all sorts of things. Often you walk for much further because you're not aware and it's not a bit of a trudge. If you're on the road, sometimes it's the noise and the quite distracting, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, so, you know, exercise. And an exercise is not just getting out there going for a run or going for a walk. It might be dancing. So for those people that, you know, perhaps exercise isn't their thing, you know, putting some music on and having a boogie is actually just as good. The other thing is singing, and which we, I don't know if we'll talk about that, we've just started a singing group, and Joe might like to just mention a little bit about, you know, how people are feeling coming along to that. Mm, yep, I've got it on my list of oh, things Oh, you have, okay, well we won't jump ahead. So singing's really important as well. So um, those are great. The other thing is really important is sleep. Okay, so sleeping well is is a really important thing to help your mental health and to help your actual, um, not just mental health, but your physical health as well. So um, not everyone needs to sleep for eight hours, but they kind of talk about, you know, between six and ten is pretty normal. If you sleep not much or you sleep all the time, actually, those are kind of on the extremes and actually maybe you need to just get that checked out. Um, and having good sleep routine is important and um, you know hopefully next year we might have one of the sleep team come along and actually talk about that because it's actually really important sleeping well but also you know the, the follow-on from that such as snoring um, and you know restless sleep and things like that so it's something we're hoping to have on the show next yeah, year. I think it's a really interesting, interesting topic, and I'll look forward to that. I just think because people think sleep is just a natural thing that people do, but there's a yeah. huge, huge amount of people who, who sleep doesn't come easily and uh, interrupted sleep. And it's a bit like if you think about children or babies not sleeping well, you know they're going to be grumpy, and and you put it down. Oh, they haven't slept well. Well, it's the same for adults if they don't sleep well. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of one of those things, perhaps that forgotten a little bit about and I think more and more now people are recognising and the, and there's actually lots of studies around the importance of sleep um, and you know snoring and identifying sleep problems um, early as you can so um, yeah sort of digressed a little bit here mm. I suppose however <laughs> the next thing was talking about how important it is to have that connection with others so it is it's really important to keep up that contact with other people and that can sometimes be a bit challenging when you're feeling a wee bit flat and a bit low um, so you know once again um, having good friends that you can chat to and talk to around um, if you're not feeling quite so so well um, that's some of the things that um, if you are feeling a little bit down and a little bit flat I mean sometimes you know it's part of our lifestyle to have ups and downs isn't it mm, I mean we're not we're always not, no we're not always joyful and happy mm. and you know bouncing around I think it's recognising when um, you're just not feeling 
you know, much joy in the world. Mm. And I think that's important to recognise and then get some help around that. Um, you know, there's lots of people around that can help you. And most definitely, you know, you can talk to your GP and you can talk to other people. Um, there is a really good phone line that you can call, and that's 1737. And that's, um, you know, just a need to talk health line. It's, a, it's from um, one of the services, you know, that's nationally really good and they can just chat with you and they can send you in directions if you need help so just that's 1737 so you can text that um, if you're needing someone to have a chat to I mean there's lots of other support networks of course out there as well there's sit and sit advice you know I said mentioned your GP Um, so yeah so there's lots of places around and it's not a it's not an indictment of failure. In fact, you should celebrate the fact that you, yeah, you know you, you have the courage to to recognise yeah. that actually you might need some support. Absolutely, yeah. and you know if you can catch it, sort of when you're just starting on that that slide down, um, it's actually probably easier to yeah. sort of you know help and get you back Fabulous. back feeling good. Mm. Yeah. So so that was kind of some of the stuff yeah. we talked about. With Interesting. Paul. I mean the the podcasts are actually um, you know are taped and they're available so actually if anyone's more interested they can just look up Otago Access Radio and then just um, under lung talk uh, yeah under lung talk yeah really so easy. that was kind of um, cool thank yeah, you yeah so it was really an interesting session yeah thank you for sharing that um, so after that in um, May I spoke with um, some physio students and um, it was fun to have students and they're just so they are just so much full of life and um so energetic with everything makes me feel very tired um (laughs) we we have a really good relationship with the school of physiotherapy um in fact our chairperson is a tutor in physiotherapy so that's that's encouraging that but we with covid of course um everything's been you know, just toned down. But the students were really keen to be involved and find out what Asthma Society was all about and how they could have been involved with us. So one of the things that we suggested to them was actually making a video on yeah. exercise. So um, six of them got together and created this wonderful video, which is available on YouTube if you just um, uh, Google um, Asthma Otago physiotherapy exercises asthma tiger have a couple of youtubes yeah. you and i've done those linda Woo-hoo. and um you know they are just our normal exercise classes for when we were during covid so people could do at home but so the students did a much more upbeat fun the music was you know pretty cool and and um we had a great discussion with them about the importance of exercise um and yeah so that was that was another really good a really good session yeah, um good. interesting um, I'm going to just talk about our singing group and then we might just have a wee break. So uh, Lynn mentioned the importance, or not the importance, the benefits of singing. So Asthma Otago decided, well, we decided a year ago that we would start this singing group. But of course, you know, once again with that horrible COVID thing, we weren't able to do because singing was one of the things that actually was classified as a dangerous sport um, as far as, um, you know, spreading COVID. So we didn't do it till quite recently. We've been going about two months now. So Claire Adams, who's um, our vocal director, she's a uh, teacher down at the University of Otago, um, takes the class and she's absolutely brilliant. She really knows her stuff. She makes singing lots of fun. Um, So people come along, um, they join in the singing group. We learn all about how we sing, how we breathe, some exercises, um, much more than than just 
you know, singing in the shower. And uh, But it's really important that, you know, it's not a choir. It's not yeah. something... I yeah. think that's probably really important, isn't it, Joe? Yeah. that yeah. actually you don't have to be a singer. No. You just have to enjoy music and just want to come along and give it a go. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. There's no... I, no tests or no um, tryouts or anything no, like that. There's no homework. Yeah. Um, you don't have to read music. There's no whatever. Um, Claire classifies it as we get together and make a noise. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a really good way of putting it, absolutely. <laughs> and um, looking around, I, I'm usually there each each Monday. Um, the people that are there are having lots and lots of fun. So um, it, if you are interested in that, we're, we're finishing for the year. We've only got one more left, but we'll be restarting in February. If if singing is something that you think would be um, fun to you and you will get that benefit of of, um, of breathing well, uh, just give, give asthma a ring. So 471-6167. Give us a ring and I can let you know when those classes mm. are starting. Cool. Um, but anyway, we might have a bit of a break now yeah, and sure. um, a wee bit of music. Yeah. 
Welcome back everyone, Joe Torrance here um, from Esmer Otago and I've got Linda Paris as well. Um, the two of us have been just um, looking back over the year and some of the uh, guests that we've had on Lung Talk and just um, just having we look back and seeing mm. what we talked about over the year. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. maybe I'll just um, talk about um, having Gillian Adams come along and talk. So Gillian works for the National Advocacy Trust and she works there as a health and disability advocate. Um, that's a word and a half. Um, so her role is around supporting people that are perhaps haven't been happy with a service. So that might be a real variety of services, really, um, to do with health and disability. And, you know, she's really trying to help support you. If you feel your um, code of rights have been... Um, not upheld, I suppose. Yeah, breached, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so she'll, you know, have a conversation with you and work with you around addressing that and, and maybe, you know, working with you to contact the place where, where this breach had happened. Um, so, yes, yeah, so it was really interesting having her along, just talking about how she works. I mean, they're an independent agency, so they're not sort of directly linked to anyone in a sense. So that can be really helpful. So you, you've got an independent person that can listen to what's happened and gone on. And then she can just work with you around, you know, supporting you to you know, help help with that. So you know, I mean, I don't know. Did yeah. Well, I think I think one of the one of the first things that 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 we tried to clear up was even that big word advocate. Yeah. It's bandied around a huge amount. And for when you're working in in health, you kind of know much more about the word. But the actual, you know, how does that impact on me? And and why would I need an advocate? And what it, what is an advocate? And um, are they going to kind of take over and things like yeah. that? And so that was a really interesting discussion because they are there to support. They're not there to advise. They're only there to support. If you need to actually take it further, then she contacts the next person up so the she's chain. she's really a support person, isn't she? That's she right. can kind of help walk alongside you a little bit, That's isn't it, really? That's exactly right. And yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people who maybe, you know, it's the kind of conversations you might have with a friend or a partner when you've had some sort of service and you know, things just don't sit right. Something's annoyed you, something's irritated the way that the service was delivered to you. Um, and it may not be anything really harsh, but it might just be something that you think and it's, as I say, it's the sort of thing you might have a conversation to someone else about. Yeah. If you're having that conversation, the best thing you could do is ring Gillian or her team and just explain to them the way you're feeling. And they'll soon advise you whether or not that actually your code of rights have been breached mm. and whether or not you should take it further uh, for the sake of you and for the sake of anyone else that's getting that service. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's only a phone call away to yeah. make and that. I, absolutely. Yeah. And I think involving someone that's sort of has um, lots of community involvement, I suppose, so knows all, you know, this is the place perhaps you need to go on that place. I mean, it's always great to talk to your friends and things like that. However, you know, um, the service that Gillian works for has actually got lots of good connections, I suppose, or knows where to go for things. So That's it's right. actually helpful, can't I mean, it? They've been around a really long time. Gillian's been doing the job for about 15 years. Um, there's not many things in Dunedin that she doesn't know or, yeah, or know yeah. someone about. And, and just having that link is really, really important. And that um, off here, we were talking about the services that actually um, people receive. And often people think of it that, you know, it's about the service you might have got from a health provider like a specialist or a surgeon or a, um, you know, a, um, 
dentist, a dentist or, or you know you kind of think of those professional people but actually it's anyone who's provided a service within mm. that health and disability so massage therapists um, beauticians um, gym instructors anybody who has anything to do with with yeah, a service in sure. health is actually one of those providers yeah yeah so that was really interesting mm, it so, was really yeah, good no. so once again you know, give them a ring. You can, yeah, give them a ring or listen listen to the discussion that you and Gillian had. Um, oh. It was a few months back now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, just look under Lung Talk under podcasts, and you'll see all of the ones that were there. Um, and the last the last one that we're going to talk about, or I'm just going to mention, was last month. I had um, Claire Brown from the Blue Skin Nursery out, and we were talking particularly about uh, plants and um, allergies and the effects that those allergies are having on people, particularly while we had her in. The pine was going absolutely berserk, and there was yellow powder everywhere. So it was a good time to just talk about those. And we really just talked about setting up um, allergy-free gardens and um, certainly that's available. There's uh, things like pollen charts, those sorts of things. But the best thing that you can do is have a, have a discussion with um, um, someone from a nursery, you know, mm. a horticulturist, um, not just the girl that's maybe serving you. Um, maybe ask, you know, whether or not this in fact is... Some, some key points are, you know, look at purchasing um, flowers or trees that are insect or bird pollinated so they usually you know you can tell them because they're usually colorful because they're attracting those particular insects and birds rather than wind pollinated plants because wind pollinated plants just means it's going to be blowing in the wind and of course when it's blowing in the wind it's blowing up your nose <laughs> so, so you know those yeah. sorts of things and there are some sterile plants around um, that you could also purchase which don't have pollen at all oh, okay. um, so you know that's that's yeah re- it was really interesting yeah. um, and she did give and there are some charts around but you know I wrote down here to, to remind people not to buy silver birch conifers privets and particularly fruit trees are another one, So, oh, which is a bit disappointing for people because, you know, you like to have those. But maybe, you know, put them up in the back of the yard and get your partner to look after those or something like that. But they were the ones that really um, stuck out for her. Things like mowing the lawn is also. Yeah, Wear a sure. mask. And we've got lots of masks around at the moment. People are, mm. it's not something new now, is it? Whereas once upon a time, goggles and masks weren't really... We'd go, oh, where would you get one of those? Well, they're everywhere now. Mm. So that was a really interesting discussion yeah. as well. And yeah. I suppose um, Allergy New Zealand, their website has lots of good information on about plants and things Fantastic. like that. So that's a really good website to, to look up. Yeah. So Allergy New Zealand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Allergy New Zealand and even the Asthma and Respiratory Foundation yes, have the do. pollen charts as well. Um, so, yeah, there is there is lots of information. But if you're going to buy a plant, don't just if, – if allergies are an issue – just have a wee conversation with someone first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was kind of where we were up to now. So yes. now we're just winding up, Linda and I, for the for the Christmas period. Um, and um, certainly from myself, I'd like to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Um, look after yourself over the holidays. Don't overindulge. Um, moderation. And um, we'll look forward to talking to you in the new year. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everyone. And yes, have a lovely Christmas, everyone. And um, we indeed will be back next year with some um, other podcasts. Cool. Um, Asthma and Target are available. I'll just mention that over the Christmas and holiday period. So anyone needs any assistance, there's always someone with just a phone call away. um, 471-6167. Merry Christmas, everyone.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.